Welcome to Rethink Retail, the show where we dive into the stories and strategies behind some of the most successful brands on the planet. From brick and mortar giants to e-commerce disruptors, we uncover the secrets to their success and deliver the keys to true retail transformation. So ask yourself, are you ready to rethink retail? The future of retail starts now. Live from Grocery Shop here in Las Vegas, it's Kirat Anand with the Rethink Retail Podcast. With me today is Betty Nunes, Chief Growth Officer of Walmart Mexico and Central America. Betty, thank you so much for being here. No, thank you so much for inviting us. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Yeah, so Betty, well, first I would like to start and congratulate you on completing five years of Walmart. We all know the past five years have been a very interesting time. Very interesting time, challenging time, because in the middle we had pandemic. Yes. <laughs> so yes, for sure, I can tell you that it's an amazing time. So we arrived, I, when I arrived to the company, I arrived to transform completely the, com- the company to agility. At the beginning, we thought that was about digitalization, and then we understood that it was beyond that. So we are very proud to share with you, and that was part of these five years that uh, we said when we transformed the company was to become a more customer and associate-centric company. So we are very proud because in the middle of pandemic, in the in the, all the challenges that we were facing, we decided to transform completely the company in order to become more customer-centric, and it was the best the best decision that we can make because then came pandemic and then we needed to focus more on the uh, uh, on being centered on the customer and we never know if that happened in the best way because we were transformed or that happened because of the pandemic we accelerate on transformation on customer centricity on, on how we set our customer better so that's why that it can be a five amazing you know i don't think anyone could have been more in the limelight than you when you started at walmart as the chief digital officer and then have to go through what you're talking about, the transformation, the agility during the pandemic. Can you talk about a little bit about that, some of the challenges? You mentioned customer first, associate first. So can you talk about how can you be, you know, the different initiatives you had to put in for your associates and to deliver for the customer? Two things that I would like to share. First, it was, I think, a very, very challenging time. But we are very proud that in the middle of that hard times, we deliver our strategy. So even that we that we were fully focused on how do we need to serve our customers and take care of our associates, we deliver our, our strategy. So we become a more omni retailer. We were more deeper on that. And in the other hand, we, we are very proud of how our associates decided to serve our customers in the hardest time ever from them. So I, th- I can tell you that that's two things. First, how we maintain our strategy alive. And the second time, our associates serve our customers. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could definitely reflect and agree with that. It's interesting because today we're here at Grocery Shop and everyone's talking about United Commerce and everyone's talking about retail media networks, which, again, puts you in the limelight. Can you talk a little bit about Walmart Connect and how you guys continuously have delivered on maybe the highest ROA, return on advertising. Yes, let, let me share with you. We launched Walmart Connect in Mexico three years ago, and I can give you a, a new notice where uh, two weeks ago we launched Walmart Connect in Central America. Okay. So we are taking fully leverage from what is happening in Walmart Connect in U.S. We are, we, with that learnings, we, are, we launched a Walmart Connect in Mexico, and now we are launching Walmart Connect in Central America. And our mission in, in Walmart Connect is how can we 
connect meaningfully and significantly our customers with the brands. And with that, how can we deliver more sales and more value for our advertiser that it's our other cost? So the results are amazing. We are a public company and I can share with you that in the first half of 2023, we grew 40%. 40%? 40% in the wow. first half of the year. Uh, we increased the number of campaigns that we are running by 30% year over year. And, and in each campaign, in each interaction, we are delivering value to our customers along with our suppliers and our advertisers. So what is happening with retail media, we are improving the customer experience by delivering new revenue streams for the company. So that it's amazing. Their new revenue streams are, are an outcome. The mission and the focus for retail media Walmart is how do we deliver together with the advertiser more value to our customers. That, that doesn't change. So that is important to say. And that's why I think we are delivering with so much success the strategy because customer first, even when you are creating a new revenue stream. Yeah. And I think that's the right way to do it. And that's the right approach. And that also talks a little bit to even at your size and scale, how you can hit such astronomical numbers, 40%, 30% year-over-year growth, I mean, in campaigns and 40% in revenue, that's unbelievable. Well, congratulations there. You know, a lot of people don't, might not realize this, but you have 3,700 stores in Walmart, Walmart, Mexico, and Central America. And we all know grocery is so localized. It's having that local and personal connection. Can you talk about that a little bit, how the strategy might shift from country to country or how it might shift from Central America to America? Thank you for that question. And when you maintain a strategy that it's a customer-centric strategy, that doesn't become a problem. Because even that you have different countries or different geographies, you have to, to understand your customer perfectly, listen to your customer in an empathetic way. It is not enough to listen. You need to, re to listen and take action to serve the customer yeah. better. So, if I, that's the way that we used to work. That's why we become this customer-centric company. We really listen to our customer. Let me share with you a very interesting uh, way of working that we have with customer person. Uh, her name is Andrea. So when we refer to the customer, we, we don't say the customer. This yes. uh, very uh, far away. No, it's Andrea. She's a, a mom. She has uh, two kids. She's 30 years she uh, has her husband, her husband lives here in America. Her husband used to send to her remittances uh, twice per month. Uh, her, her father lives with her, but the, her father has diabetes. And as, so this is our customer person. Yeah. This is the average customer persona. And with that, we empathize with the customer. So yeah. we don't talk about regions. We talk about Andrea. And we can serve her and the rest of Andrea that are living in Mexico. We have four different formats. So we serve with Bodega, Aurrera, Andreas. We have Carlos and Maria for Supercenter. And we have Lucy for Sam's. So the, and we have these three different customer personas. We, we know them very, very, very on detail. We talk so much with Andrea, understanding their main pain points, their, name, their, their main challenges. And with that, we build our strategy. So let me tell you a little bit about our strategy. We have three pillars in the strategy. For sure, we have this number, this 3,700 stores that you said, that we have, there are so many. We have our e-commerce sites, and we have new solutions and services to serve Bear Andrea. 
because when we went ask Andrea, okay, we serve you through our Omni presence, but beyond retail, how can I serve you better, Andrea? And then it was very interesting. Interesting told us beyond retail, what? for sure I need low prices. I need you to sell me better and be more near from myself, be more convenient. But in the other hand, told us I don't have internet connectivity. I don't have access to healthcare. I don't have access to financial services or education or entertainment. And I want to have access to the digital economy in order, in order to improve my life. So be loyal to our purpose yes. in order to save people money, in order that they can live better. We create services. So we are evolving for only selling products at the best price. We are uh, in, in the right way to our, with an Omni way, but we are developing services in order to save Andrea better. Yeah. And Andrea can have access to connectivity through our MBNO. We are the number one MBNO in Mexico because Andrea is recognizing that we are giving her the alternative that she was looking for. We are serving Andrea to our health uh, uh, services. Yeah, we are serving Andrea to financial solutions, and we are putting together all of this in a single solution for a customer mission. So that's the way, the way we work. So don't talk about the boundaries of a geography. Let's talk about what are the customer needs that we are trying to solve in order to accomplish our purpose. I love it how you humanized it. You gave her a name, you gave her a persona, your associates could connect with her, they could relate with her, they want to deliver for her. Exactly. And then you made it so sticky. You talked so much about the connectivity. You talked about serving her in healthcare, serving her at home, understanding the need about her parents having diabetes. That was so eloquently put. I, I appreciate that. Uh, some of the trends, can we talk about some of the trends that you see for Andrea that are important? coming up uh, in the next year or maybe two years? We are building solutions. So let's talk again a bit about Andrea. Andrea has so many needs, so we maintain ourselves understanding better Andrea. And the trends that, that we are seeing is personalization. Yeah. Andrea wants to be served as, as Andrea, not as a one number more or one more customer. So Andrea wanted to receive special offers for her. Yeah. She wanted to receive special access to, to some challenges that she has. But imagine this. Maybe Andrea, husband, uh, as I said, is living in U.S. Yep. So she receives her remittances. So normally she receives that in one point of sale. So imagine that we can be this point of, uh, of sale where Andrea, where Andrea is receiving her remittances. For what she's leading to buy an appliance. For she, but she doesn't have enough money to buy it at once. So she needs a credit opportunity. So imagine that we can give her a credit opportunity. But receiving the remittances at our store and receiving an opportunity of credit because we know her better because of the financial services solutions. So the trends that we are seeing is uh, it's all about how, Andrea, how can we serve Andrea through a very personalized relationship and with that, help Andrea to live better in the future. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. You talked about how it's so connected, and this time you even talked about Walmart financial services and solutions. Um, you mentioned Andrea might not have connectivity. She might not have internet, right? That's interesting because I don't think a lot of people realize that, right? I mean, yeah. especially some of our, our listeners. Yeah. 
Can you talk about maybe the digital penetration? And, you know, we keep hearing about leadership talking about stores being more and more important. But then we also hear leadership talking about let's lean in digitally. Let's lean in digitally. And then how do you lean in digitally if Andrea doesn't have connectivity? Yes, that's a very good question. And let me link it with a very funny story. Um, In Mexico, let's talk about Mexico. 50% of the household do not have uh, internet access at home. Almost uh, 85% of the population cannot afford a complete month of data connectivity at home because it's very expensive. So imagine that with Byte, Bodega Aurora, Internet and Telephony, that it's our MBNO, we can provide access seven times cheaper than the rest of the industry in Mexico. And if you buy with us, we can give you free data if you register your ticket with us. So wow. you can have the lowest price with the best connectivity and you are rewarded with data in order to be connected if you purchase uh, uh, in our stores. Do you get do you get free data if you're if are you allowed to get keep the free data if you're an Amazon Prime customer? No, if you know you have free data if you buy that Walmart stores. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so for each fifty pesos that you buy, you receive fifty free mails. You just scan your ticket in our uh, mobile app and you get free data. So imagine the power to give Andrea access to the digital economy to Byte. Yes. So why we can do that? Because we know Andrea, we know that connectivity is very important. And with connectivity, Andrea will have full access to the benefits of the digital economy and the digital way of shopping. Absolutely. You make it, you make actually the lifetime value of Andrea's a lot higher. You make it a stickier platform. And it also, again, you're serving the customer, putting the customer exactly. first. But I promise you a funny story. Before we, we, take, we, we take the, the decision um, of uh, launch this connectivity solution, uh, at the beginning, Andrea didn't, uh, uh, in Mexico, the, the e-commerce penetration was very low. Before, mm-hmm. let's talk, before pandemic, and even after pandemic, it's still very low. So we said, we went to Andrea and asked, why, Andrea, you are not buying in e-commerce? What do you need to buy in e-commerce? And Andrea said, I don't have a computer. I don't have internet access. <laughs> so I don't have a payment method. So I cannot buy in e-commerce. So we start thinking and, and our test and experiment way of working, because we work on agility. And I said, what can be a solution? So we set up a kiosk inside our stores with a computer, with access to internet, with differentiated assortment, and with a society that help Andrea to, uh, to create an account, to buy to e-commerce, and to receive the, their hair goods at her house. So, and everybody was saying, this is the funny part, you are crazy, you are in the opposite side of what e-commerce means. And right now we have 1,300 kiosks. Wow. And Andrea is using them heavily. Because in, in Mexico, only, the, only 30% of the population have a car. Uh, the cost of transformation is very high and could represent a very important part of Andrea's budget. So they prefer to buy it, go to the store, see what the, the things that she'll like to, to buy, and then buy it through the kiosk and then send it to her house. Yeah. And she can pay even at the store so she don't have this problem of the payment methods. So this is the funny story. Understand fully the customer and we create this kind of kiosk and now we are evolving to create this connectivity solution in order to help them there to buy even if she's at here. 
this is really putting the customer first, like exactly. Sam Walton always said. This is something that we always say, that we are just following our values that were settled by Sam Walton. So how we really, really put the customer at the center. Yeah. You know, I don't think any conversation would be complete in grocery, unfortunately, if we didn't talk about shrinkage, the shrinkage rate and what's going on in the market. We hear well, leadership, Doug talks about it here in the U.S. all the time. Has it been top of mind and top of the news and the reports? And what, what, what can you guys talk about uh, from a uh, perspective and, and, and Walmex and shrinkage, exactly. shrinkage rates or, yeah. The, the situation in, in Mexico and Central America is very, difficult, is very different than, than in U.S. because here is a different situation. Uh, but shrink is very important. Why? And we always have focus on that. Because we are an everyday low price company, we want to deliver the best price for our customers. And in order to maintain low prices, we need to be very efficient. So we are only not, uh, we only, we are focused on EDLP, everyday low prices, and we are focusing everyday low cost in order to maintain our customer value proposition. So that's why shrink, it's a very important part of the value equation. And we all always focus on that. But I have to say that the situation is very different from. Uh, in Mexico and Central America than in U.S., but that doesn't mean that we are going to focus and learning and, and taking the, the advantage of having uh, the, the, that kind of focus here in U.S. A lot of people don't understand and realize uh, most of the shrinkage actually happens within the warehouse and the supply chain and inventory, and it's not, yes, in the news we highlight shrinkage being theft, but that's a, that's a small pop percentage of the, of, of the entire shrinkage rate when you look at it in a supply chain. That's right. Let me show you a learning of the transformation. When we uh, set up the transformation, for sure, the pillar number one was customer centricity, but the other pillar was end-to-end. -end. Yes. So seeing the problem with an end-to-end -end perspective is very important in order to deliver the real value to the customer. Right. Yes. So that is, that's exactly yeah. what you were saying. Yeah. You know, as chief digital officer, chief growth officer, we have a very heavy tech audience. Uh, are there certain technologies that you're excited about that you want to lean in on to deliver that end-to-end -end EDLP, everyday low price, and maybe talk about some of the different initiatives in technology, innovation, and agility? For sure. In, in Walmart, but I, I want to talk especially in Walmart, uh, the, uh, Mexico, and Central America. Yes. We have invested heavily tech in talent and in supply chain. Okay. So you can see most of the things that we are doing are always focused in how we serve our customers. And we use technology in order to deliver our purpose. So technology, it's a very important, it's a, I think it's a priority for us in everything we do. But using technology in favor of our, how we serve the customer better. Yeah. You know, no conversation will be complete. If, unfortunately, if I don't say the two letters that, you know, I've been trying to hold back and, We've done a good job, Betty. We haven't said AI, but can we talk about AI a little bit and how Walmex is leaning in an AI? Yes, for sure. Uh, when you when you mention AI, it, it seems that appears overnight and it magically magically appears and not, nobody no. Yes. We have been working with uh, Gen AI models since several years ago. I can tell you. When I arrived to to the company five years ago, we use, we used to work with AI. We use uh, we have been using AI for customer service, 
We use AI for efficiency. We use AI on how we uh, empower our associates with this kind of tools and models in order to take better decisions. So it appears that it's uh, just come, but no, we have been working with that since uh, at least because I arrived five years ago. And we think that it's, it's a very important part of our future, not only for us, but for the, for the rest of the industries in order to, make, to deliver more faster and more higher impact to our customers and associates. Yeah, so that, no, that's this is, a good question. And, and I think I want to end with a very, very uh, uh, important question. Here in America, we do the Walmart cheer. Do you also do the Walmart here yes, in Mexico? Yes. And is it in English or in Spanish? It's in Spanish. And let me tell you more. As I mentioned at the beginning, we have four formats. So we have a cheer for Bodega Herrera, one for Supercenter, one for Walmart Express, and one for Sam's. There you so go. We make it a little bit uh, more complicated. Yeah. We love it. It's the way that we connect emotionally with our purpose. And then make the difference. And to deliver for Andrea. Yeah, thank and you. deliver to Andrea. Thank because you so the, much. Because the shit at the end in Spanish said, Quien, uh, and the customer always suits. We, yes. said, we said the same. But the customer's always first. Oh, customer. Exactly, yes, exactly. Absolutely. And quien es la numero uno, like el cliente siempre uf. And do you Who want... is the number one? The customer always uf. uf. And do you want to say everyday low price in Spanish too, or no? <laughs> everyday low prices, I don't know if it's exactly... You don't say EDLP no, no. in Spanish? Precios bajos todos los días. There you supuesto. go. Heard it here first. Thank you again, Betty. This oh, was so much you. fun. That's the greatest host that I have ever seen. So thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you so much, Betty, you know, for taking the time and being here again at Grocery Shop with us. And uh, hopefully we do this again, not five years later, but a year later. Yes, I hope that. Thank you for listening to the Rethink Retail podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, apply at rethink.industries slash podcast guest. That's rethink.industries slash podcast guest. Follow us on Twitter at rethink underscore retail and show some love by subscribing on iTunes podcast app. Until next time.